0: This is a classic fairy tale from Germany, and it's called The Frog Prince. Now there was once a king, and he had several daughters, and the youngest of them was the most beautiful of them all. Now one hot day she went into a forest that lay near the castle where she lived, and she walked to the side of a cool well. She sat under a linden tree there in order to shade herself from the sun because it was so hot. But the air around that well was lovely and cool. Now she had with her her favourite plaything, was a, a golden ball. And she tossed it up in the air and caught it, and tossed it in the air and caught it. And she did this over and over again, but the one time she threw it a bit too hard. It flew up high into the sky, and when it came back down she tried to catch it, but she missed. And the ball fell on the ground, and it rolled over towards the well, and then plop, it fell in. Well, the princess went and looked into the well, but the well was so deep she couldn't see the bottom of it, and she began to weep and wail for the loss of her plaything. And she said, Oh, I would give my dress and my jewels and my pearl if I could get my ball back. And then a head appeared above the water and looked at her. It was the head of a frog. And much to her surprise, the frog spoke to her. And the frog said, I don't want your clothes or your jewels or your pearls. These things mean nothing at all to me. But if I bring your ball back to you, will you do as I ask? No, she wasn't sure about this, but she said, Well, what is it that you want? I'll, I'll do anything. Well, said the frog, I want you to take me home with you. And I want to be your constant companion and dearest friend, and I want you to cherish me and love me. And I want to sit at your table and eat food from your golden dish along with you. And then I want you to take me up to your little bedroom and put me on your bed. And I want us to spend the night together there. Well, hmm. The princess didn't like the thought of that. She shuddered at the thought of this cold, slimy frog coming into her beautiful bed with the silk sheets. No, she wouldn't have that. But then she thought, Well, he's just a blabbering frog. What does he know? I could get him to get my ball back and then run away. "'He would never be able to follow me. "'He can't leave the water.' "'So she said, "'I agree. "'I promise to do everything that you've said.' "'Well, the frog dipped his head under the water, "'and he swam down to the bottom, "'and he soon found the golden ball, "'and he swam back up to the surface "'with the ball in his mouth, "'and he dropped it on the ground "'in front of the princess.' The princess snatched it up, but then she stood up, turned around, and ran away. "'Wait! wait!' shouted the frog. "'What about our promise? Take me with you! Take me with you!' But she paid no heed to the frog. She ran back to the castle, and she spent the rest of the day quite happily there. Now it was meal time, and she was sitting at the table, with the family, and she was eating her food off a lovely golden dish. When she heard a splish-splash, splish-splash coming up the marble steps, and then there was a knock at the door, and a voice cried out, Princess, youngest daughter, open the door. Well. The princess, the youngest daughter, she got up and went to the door, but when she opened it and looked out, expecting to see a man, there was no sign of one, but when she looked down to her horror, there was the frog. He had come out the well, and he'd travelled up to the castle. She shuddered with horror, and she slammed the door in his face, and she went back to her food and sat down. Now the king could see... "'that her heart was thumping inside her chest. "'And he said, "'What's wrong, my dear? "'Why are you frightened?' "'Ah, well,' she said, "'yesterday I was sitting by the well in the forest, "'and I dropped my golden ball and it fell into the well, "'and a frog brought it back for me, "'and I had promised him that I would take him to the castle "'and that I would... "'share my food with him and that he could sleep in my bed. "'But, and now he's here. "'I I didn't think he would come. "'I thought he had to stay in the water. "'Well, the king said, "'No, my child, you have to go and let him in. "'A promise is a promise.' "'So she went to the door and she opened it, "'and the frog hopped in. And then she walked back to her chair with the frog hopping at her heels. She sat down. She didn't really feel much like eating now. But the frog sat alongside her and said, Lift me up on the chair. So she lifted him up on the chair. She didn't want to, but the king, you know, he gave one of those stern looks as to say, Do it. So she picked up the frog. Oh, she didn't like the feel of him at all. She set him on the chair. Well, the frog hopped from the chair up onto the table and said, Now push your golden dish towards me so that I can eat as well. So she pushed her golden dish towards the frog and the frog ate. Now the princess ate a few more pieces as well but her appetite had gone. Now when the frog had eaten as much as he wanted, when he was full. He said, Well, I've had enough now. I'd like to go to bed. Take me up to your little bedroom and put me on the bed. Hmm. Well, the princess said, Oh, no, I I couldn't bear having you next to me. And it's so cold and and wet. I, I, I wouldn't want you in bed with me now do as you're told said the king or else people will say that you have no shame and no honor if you break a promise do it he became quite angry so the princess had to pick up the frog now she didn't want to touch it it repulsed her it made her shudder when she looked at it but she very delicately picked it up between her thumb and her index finger, and she held it at arm's length from her like it had a terrible smell about it. She had it as far away from her as possible, and then she walked up the stairs, weeping as she went. Now, she got into the bedroom, and there was her lovely bed and she would have to share this bed with a horrible frog. The thought of it repulsed her. She laid on on the bed, and then she said, Now leave me alone, you nasty frog, and she threw it against the wall with all her might. Well, instead of the frog falling dead on the floor, as she expected, it landed on the bed beside her, and when it did that, it turned into a handsome young man. The princess was amazed. "'Who are you? Where have you come from?' she said. "'Well, I was the frog,' said the prince. "'But, you see, I'm a prince from another kingdom, and I had a curse laid on me by a wicked witch who turned me into a frog.' And I had to live in that well. And the only way that the spell could be broken was if a princess came along and did the things that I asked her to do. Well, the young princess was absolutely amazed. And they talked and talked for a long time. And you know... They became so close and so loving towards each other, and he had such kind eyes and such a lovely manner that, you know, he did become her constant companion, and she did cherish and love him, just as the frog had asked. Now, the next morning there arrived a beautiful golden coach drawn by eight white horses, and each horse had a beautiful white plume of feathers on their head, and all their harness was made of gold. This was a coach from the prince's own kingdom. He'd asked the princess's father, the king, for his daughter's hand in marriage, and the king had consented. And so the two of them walked down towards the carriage to ride back to the prince's kingdom, where they would be married. Now the coach was in the charge of a servant of the king, and he was called Faithful Henry. Now Henry was so broken hearted when he heard that his master had been turned into a frog that he had three iron bands made, which were bound around his heart, to stop his heart from breaking in pieces. So he led the prince and the princess to the carriage, he helped them up into it, he closed the door, and he climbed up on the back of the carriage, where his usual place was, like that of a footman. And then the driver cracked the whip, And the eight horses pranced away, with the lovely golden harnesses chingling away and glinting in the sun. Now as they rode along the road, they heard a terrible loud crack. And the prince turned around, and he stuck his head out the window, and he called to Henry. He said, "'Is the coach breaking apart?' "'Oh, no,' said Henry, "'no, no.' "'Nothing like that. "'It's one of the iron bands around my heart has broken.' "'Well, they rode on a bit further, "'and there was another loud crack, "'and the prince stuck his head out the window and said to Henry, "'Henry, the the coach, it's breaking to pieces.' "'No, your your highness,' he said, "Uh, "'it is only the second iron band around my heart has broken.' And then they rode on a bit further, and there was another crack. And the prince again stuck his head out the window and said, "'Henry, the coach is breaking up!' "'No, sire,' said Henry. "'That was the last band around my heart. "'It is now broken, because my heart has swelled so much with joy "'to see you transformed back into your real self.' and to be taking you home to your own kingdom, with such a beautiful bride by your side, I have never felt such joy or such happiness as this." While the couple were married and lived happily for the rest of their days.